And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good. It was very good. And behold... Seven Welcome Days back. listeners, welcome back. We have a good one today, Shush. Oh, you bet we do. Oh, I'm maybe so the best. Excited. Maybe the it best. Maybe. maybe. I mean, I think potentially could be. We'll, well have to wait and see. The joy is already here. I can feel it. So here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I am Dan. I'm Shush. And today we have Brittany Ling. Hey, Yay! Britt. We have hey. Britt. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited, so excited to have you. Yeah. Britt, Brit, you're, you're a part of, you work with me and Shush. Yes, and, I'm on your and team. So, yeah, so this so is good. quite familiar to us to be on like a Zoom screen together, but it's lovely family. to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for giving us the time. My pleasure. Hey. hey. So the first thing we like to do, Britt, is just get to know you a little bit. And yep. the, the way we get to know you is by asking you really silly questions that no one else would. Sure. So... We're going to get started with this. I want you to just give the first answer that comes to your head. Don't you don't need to think about it. Doesn't need to be in depth. We're not holding you to it. But yep, sure. We're yep. going to ask you some some silly questions. So here we go. Fast five. It's a 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 fast five. I'm going to start. Britt, you knit and crochet. What's the thing you're most proud of that you've made? Oh, a jumper. My oh. first jumper. Yep, took c- 40 c- hours of work on oh. it. So, wow. Yep. No wonder you're proud. I'm proud of you. That's now, this very is, cool. This is supposed to be fast, but can you dive into that jumper? Like, is it a <laughs> colourful jumper? What, what, what are we talking? Yeah, so I used two different colour yarns. One's a, a dark green and the other one's like a multiple colour. So it, it varies as you go. Um, oh. So I was trying out a new stitch with it. Um, and I ended up giving it to my one of my best friends uh, for her 30th birthday. So Cute. I really love it. She sends me pictures of it. Um, she And her classroom loves it too. So, yeah, I'm really, really proud of that one. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That's All right. Cool. Now, Britt. We know you, as we said, we're in team meetings all the time. We're always over Zoom. I know that you don't mind to joke around a little bit. You're a bit of fun. (laughs) What is the best joke that you can tell off by heart? Oh, best joke? And you don't want me to think about it? Um... (laughs) You can think about it. You can think about it. You can think about it a little bit. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you a joke from uh, one of my favourite comedians, Milton Jones. Um, My grandfather... Uh, he says, back in my day, back in my day, you used to be able to leave your back door open, which is probably why his uh, submarine sank. Hey, yeah, 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 that's good. That's good. That's, a, like bit, that. that's a bit of a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a good way. In a yeah. good way. So good, though. Yeah, oh, like that, that was wonderful. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, question three. That's yep. what we wrote. Question three. Yes. What is, I know we can't travel at the moment, but what's your favourite seat on an aeroplane? Oh, good question. I, Thank you. Um, if it's a short haul, I like the aisle seat um, mm-hmm. so that I can get up first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people who does like to get up as soon as, as, soon as the seatbelt sign turns off. Oh. Um, but if it's a long haul, I prefer a window seat or, uh, yeah, I prefer a window seat on a long haul flight so I can sleep. I sleep really well on planes. 
Uh, yeah. 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 What a gift. What a blessing. Yeah, that is. That really is. I mean, I do too, but like seriously, I know a lot yeah. of people who don't. <laughs> yeah, me too. But it is a blessing. It is, uh, it is very helpful. Very, all right. very good. Britt. What is your what was your favorite movie as a child? Do you have like a favorite Disney movie? Uh, a favorite Disney movie f- as a child? Um this is going to sound a bit weird but Gladiator was one of my favorites. Um which is not a Disney movie. I I know <laughs> that. Um and I don't know why it was my favorite, but I just always loved it. So, Wait, like like Russell Crowe Gladiator? Yeah, Russell Crowe <laughs> Gladiator. And I think it's the, I mark, uh, you know, Marcus Aurelius, Jessica, yes. whatever, whatever. You know, I think wow. it was that whole thing. And it's become a bit, bit of a meme now. Um, so I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my favourite. And I can't tell you why. Just, I, just always enjoyed it. I was not expecting okay. that. That is great. <laughs> I love that. I, I was only I only watched it at the age of fifteen. Um, just my parents were responsible parents. Okay. Just you know. <laughs> yes, of course. Just a proviso there. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we love the Fast Five. We yes. learn all the good, important things, That's and we've right. been working together for ages. Look, at, we're yeah, still. Yeah, there you things. go. I, 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 you've learned something new today. We have. Yeah. All right. And for our fifth and final question, we have got a question from our seven days listeners. Listeners, I can't speak. Listeners. Yep. Which is very exciting. Mm. Um, so, Jess writes in this. Hello, I've been an avid listener for oh, seven days. we have another avid oh, listener. Another That's avid listener Excellent. for seven days. Imagine that. <laughs> imagine, imagine. I've been an avid listener for seven days. So, what is your favourite Olympic or Paralympic sport? Oh. Do you know what? Last night I was watching goalball. Have you, wa- have you seen goalball? It is fantastic. And I was watching it with my housemate and I went, we have to bring this to the creative arts camp. We have to bring this to NCAC (laughs) and every other camp since, uh, like in the future. Seriously. So it's a Paralympic sport. It is um, specific to the Paralympics. um, And basically uh, it's for the vision impaired. So how they play, everybody wears a blinder. um, And it's played on a volleyball court with uh, like soccer goals on either end. And uh, three three team members aside, and the ball is kind of heavy, but it has these ball bearings in it. So you hear this shh sound. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's got yeah. The ball has these ball bearings, makes the shh sound. And um, if you're on the defending side, you have to start in a crouched position and hear the ball being thrown to try and stop it getting into the goal. Whoa. And the attacking team can throw it. Um, from a standing position, and I just I was watching, it going, "Wow, this is amazing!" And they're all blind when they play. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. That's like, that is, so they're throwing it though. Like they're using their hands. Yeah. That's like blind soccer. You know, like blind soccer's a thing too. So it's the same thing. Like the ball makes a sound and these these people are vision impaired. They're also wearing like blinders and they're playing soccer because they can hear where the ball is. But wait, here's the kicker. Now we might need to fact check this. But, (laughs) but, yeah, the kicker. (laughs) Uh, I believe that the goalies can see. Right. So, like, so how, like, you would immediately be like, that's unfair. But they still score against these goalies. That's craziness. That's incredible. I I would like to find out about that. But, um, yeah, yeah. everybody. So, yeah, there's three uh, three people aside on the field um, and they're all blinded. So I just, I was just like, wow, that's incredible. I I, I actually wanted to give it a go. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Super oh. Olympics, they are. The yeah. Paralympics. Great yeah. question. Great question by Jess. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, yeah. Jess. And if so- you have a question that uh, you want to be included in the Fast Five, please DM us or email us or something. We want to get all your questions, if there are any avid listeners out there. Yeah. Only if you're an avid listener, obviously, because that's the trend Only. so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Britt. You survived. It's a Excellent. five. It's a Now, Britt, the reason we have you here is because of a little program called Just Brass. Now, for those within the Salvo realm, you've probably heard of this name before. Uh, What we are asking, first and foremost, what's the origin of Just Brass? What what is this thing? That if so, for someone listening that's never heard of it, or someone who has heard of it but doesn't know what it is, what is it? Where's it come from? And then we'll di- we'll dive in from there. So I know that's a very broad, <laughs> broad question, but answer it the best you can. Brilliant. Yes. Uh, so Just Brass is a instrumental music program. We go into primary schools uh, that don't have music education primarily. Um, mm. And most of those schools uh, are on the uh, considered low socioeconomic. So um, where students or families can't afford music lessons, that's where we kind of aim. Um, because what we what we know um, is that a lot of people who get to learn an instrument instrument uh, growing up, it's because their parents can afford to give them lessons, um, mm. and the kids that can't mm. afford it uh, miss out. So yeah. that's that's where that's primarily where we where we put our focus. And it came yep. out of the Geelong region where and the South Barwon Corps where I currently soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so John and David Collinson, uh, brothers, uh, and, um, a few other people in the core band and the core leadership, um, they saw a need in the Geelong area that, uh, there was a lot of kids not getting access to music and access to instruments. Um, so they said, we've got 30 instruments sitting in the cupboard. Our band is getting older and, uh, we've got teachers here. Why don't we do what we do best and teach kids how to play? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so that's where it started. It started as a community music program. Um, they invite they put a ad into the local newspaper, uh, asking for parents and parents' interest in learning an instrument for their for the child. And uh, with thirty instruments, they had you know thirty five kids show up. So <laughs> immediately they had to say, oh, does anyone have instruments that we can beg, borrow, steal? Maybe not steal. Where, where, <laughs> you know. um, but so they had to get more instruments right away, and they went, ah, we're onto something here. So um, very soon, one of the schools um, got in touch and said, um, we need you here. Uh, so um, a a pro a um a fund came along called the 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 song room, um, who first in, initially paid for the first uh, lessons in school at Whittington Primary mm. School and then sh- mm. shortly after a second school and it grew. Uh, other course saw what South Barland was doing and said, that's a great idea. We want to be able to give music to kids. Um, yeah. um, so that's that's where that's where it started. That's um, yeah. And that's, that's always mm. been the primary aspect of Just Brass is giving kids a chance to hold an instrument in their hand. Mm. Yeah, that's very cool. And what has it grown to now? So that's where it started. What does Just Brass look like now? It's absolutely taken off. So there's uh, more than more than thirty programs going at the moment. So if you imagine that each each of those programs has um, two or three schools in it, um, then yeah, and wow. uh, and then other. Um, so for example, South Barwon uh, is working in two schools at the at the moment, and then um, but we have a lot of 
kids in the core as well who are learning an instrument. Mm. Um, and also, uh, yeah, it reaches far, far greater than just the schools that we work in. So students mm. will graduate into high school, for example, and they come back. Uh, they keep coming um, and they become our future leaders. So, um, yeah, cool. and there's other, there's other programs that are doing this even in, on an even bigger scale. You know, so yeah. they've got they've got three bands running. Um, they're in th- three or four primary schools, and but they represent about twenty different schools with the number of kids who've gone to high school. Um, and w- we've seen a lot of those kids come to um, some of our camps and um, music camps and that kind of thing, mm. and uh, also coming along to youth group. We've even got families who've become s- soldiers in the army and that kind of thing. Mm. It's 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 mm. just cool. it's just absolutely blown up. So and that's amazing. Yeah. So there's a few programs in New Zealand and in the UK as well. Oh wow. Yeah, wow! Yeah, we're headed over the waters. Oh yeah, Woo-hoo. I love <laughs> so what's it. What's it been like? Ten years? Well, uh, this it? year will be year twelve. I want to say 12. oh year year eleven. Let's this year will be year eleven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last year was supposed to be year ten. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, so just the concept of so you're tying in with local schools, bringing them to the local core to yes. facilitate the learning. So yeah. the physical location is in, within cores around the place that are adopting the program. Is that generally? It's actually a bit mixed, you see. Oh, uh, so, okay. <laughs> um, most, most programs, so for example, um, one a program will go to the school and provide lessons in school during the school day. So they actually have ah. about 20 students in the school uh, that come out for their half-hour lessons in pairs. Uh, and then after school, they all get on a bus and come to the army where we do band practice. Um, and so that's yeah. when we include all the students from all from the different schools and all the high schools, all that kind of thing. So there's there's an afternoon tea. Someone's got to cut mm. up all that fruit and pour some cordial. <laughs> um, salvo strength, of course. And uh, <laughs> that's a joke for our yeah. Anyway. For our, um, <laughs> You know, uh, there's a bit of a snack. Um, the kids, the kids see each other, and then we set up the instruments, and off we go, playing, doing band practice, have a little devotion in the middle, and then yeah. um, either the, the students are taken back to school to, for parents to pick them up, or the, the parents come to the to the army to take their hmm. kids home. Mm. Yeah, nice. Now we're we're probably going to touch on this more. We've got a second half of what this podcast kind of is, where we're probably going to touch a little bit more on this. But first. Who are you to just brass? Yeah, we haven't even really say, we haven't really to touched touch on that. that. So you have to edit like, this one to come in earlier, won't you? This yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like, who are you to just brass? What's your role with it? And then I guess from like a macro perspective, mm-hmm. like you you touched on the fact that there's devotions that are that are done in these practices that you've seen people starting to come to youth. Uh, just the the link between the community and the church community as well with this like like what have you seen are some big wins on that big macro perspective because we're going to go a little bit more local in our second part yeah like, wow <laughs> but um yeah so so who are you to just brass and what's some big macro wins that you've seen so my job title is the territorial just brass consultant can i try that again because yes. I, I, you think, sure can. I think my r's were became w's there <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, my job title is the Territorial Just Brass Consultant. So my mm. job is to look after core who are interested in Just Brass, who are currently running Just Brass, uh, as well as training and um, le- uh, providing opportunities for leaders and that kind of thing to expand mm. their skills. 
Um, yeah. So that's what that's what I do. I also um, have a little bit to do with the overseas um, programs, um, just just checking in and making sure they've got everything they need. So that's yeah. that's my broad. Um, yeah. blanket, I suppose. That's the cred. <laughs> that gives you the cred to actually speak to this. We started <laughs> diving into everything and we didn't actually say who you were. So yeah. Now, yeah. now we know it. Perfect. I'm just an interested party. No, no, no. So yeah. um, so I actually came to Just Brass um, a couple of years in. So I think I, I, I actually joined the team in, in the third year that Just Brass was running at South mm-hmm. Bowen. And it's um, quite an interesting story, I think, because um, it was uh, I was at a different core and... Um, everything was kind of wrapped up and I was very comfortable, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I actually mm. had a, a junior band running at the time and um, God said, uh, you need to get ready to move. And like quite, you know, quite um, obviously, he was like, you need to get ready to move. Um, and I went to Future Brass that year. I was, and I'd gotten to, I'd met John Collinson properly. And I said, I'm actually interested in joining the staff band um, and I want lessons. And he said, actually, I can give you some work if you want to teach some kids in this program <laughs> I've got running called Just Brass. Uh, so I started coming down and then he said, uh, he sent me an email after I, um, you know, after I talked to my mentor at, at my core, like, I think God's telling me to move. And John sends me an email that night saying, I don't usually do this, but I think God's telling me that you need to move down here. And I went, that's it, that sold it. Um, so oh, I wow. I looked for a place to live. I had one within a week, moved down there, and, you know, that's history. <laughs> wow. Classic yeah. God. Oh, yeah. my goodness, that sounds like God, don't you yeah. reckon? Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Like, I've got this calling, and I've been pretty comfortable, so it probably checks out. And then, like, boom, 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 boom. It, like, all, just lines it up. all just came together. So I moved down there. I started teaching for the program, doing some other teaching, and eventually um, I ended up becoming the coordinator for the just for the South Barwon program. Uh, and then um, this national role came up um, where I would assist John John in um, helping to set up just brass programs across mm-hmm. uh, Australia. And eventually um, he, he stepped out of that ro- out of that role and I, be- and I took over. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. We love that you did. <laughs> yes. So here we I love am. that you're here. We get to work with you. It's, it's been awesome. history ever since. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, can you speak to kind of that macro perspective of some kind of tie-in, community, church, some some positives that you've seen from it? Even just the growth, it sounds like, from when you first started to where you are now is obviously like that's a huge win, right? So, yeah, even if you're just speaking to that, like just to hear that from you would be great. Yeah, so remembering that, you know, the goal was to give kids an opportunity and um, – Uh, so I see that being one of the big wins for us is giving kids an instrument um, and everything that comes came out, out from that in terms of our relationship building and, um, and faith pathways um, is really, really down to the leaders that we have. And, it, and, it's, mm. and we've, seen, we've seen a lot of successes and a lot of great stories come out of this. Like um, you should hear some of the, the, the stories out of New Zealand, um, particularly after the um, earthquakes, mm-hmm. um, where this you know this um, this kid uh, wasn't talking at all, and on the on the just brass bus, um, he he spoke for the first time um, wow. after a few after a number of you know after quite a while wow. of not speaking, and yeah. he talked to his just brass teacher. You know that's a win. Wow. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you've got um, other other families where they've come to the army. 
And um, like I remember this quite vividly, um, a parent and I was taking these kids on a little a little weekend trip and the mum says, are we allowed to come here? Are we allowed to come to church here? And I said, huh. absolutely you are. Like, <laughs> like you are welcome. And so they started yeah. coming to church. They, they made that faith choice and then um, got enrolled as an adherent and later as a soldier. Um, and there's been a few of those as well. So, um, you know, there's just, there's just a few points, but they make me really passionate about, uh, what we do, why we do what we do, because it's not just the kids, um, as you know, we're seeing kids come to youth group, uh, once, once they hit that age and, uh, we want to see them more often. Um, you know, uh, like these kids are brilliant and, uh, if you give them a chance and you give them opportunity, they're going to thrive and they're going to take it. And I just think... Um, you know, we've got to, we've got to keep doing that. Mm. Yeah. That's so cool about like, um, can I come here? Like, I, I think that's beautiful, right? Cause it's, it's built on relationship, right? And I think so much of faith and discipleship and and sharing your faith is relationship. I mean, that's how Jesus did it, right? Like Mm. when he was discipling people, it's all relationship. And so it totally checks out here that through Just Brass, you're able to build relationships with the kids, but also with the parents and with anybody kind of associated, you're able to build relationships. And from there, you know, develop friendships and and perhaps be able to share your faith or be able to go through questions or whatever. And that's really cool that this tool of Just Brass, this tool of teaching kids how to play is Mm. actually providing the platform to be able to then have these other conversations and allow God to move in that in that faith way and be able to share the gospel it's really cool can I say for anyone out there who's thinking about a Just Brass program or something similar to this effect um, you've got to put in the time and I don't just mean the time of the afternoon band practice I mean the years right mm, it's it's yeah. a long term commitment it's a long term relationship it's not about yeah they'll come to just brass and then in a year they'll come to youth group and then they're all saved no it yeah. takes time <laughs> like some of some of the yeah. some of the best stories i have have been from families who've been in the program 6 years 7 years 8 years that yeah. kind of thing and some of them are from one years but you've got to be committed to the long haul and that's true of every yeah. relationship yeah. i think yeah yep. agreed yeah. yep I think that's true of just evangelism in general, right? Yeah. I think we do just think there's some kind of weird one sentence you could say and then everyone <laughs> like signs up to this Christian thing. It's actually like, no, it's it's the hard work relationship. It, yeah. But it's genuine relationship, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, that, and that's what we're hearing. Like, like a kid that's gone through trauma or like a kid that's not talking that relies yeah. on, actually chooses his Just Brass leader as the person that he trusts the most. I don't know if it's he or she. Yeah. Sorry, I said yeah. he. But um, <laughs> to actually use that person as someone they trust, it's a genuine relationship. This is who mm-hmm. I choose to speak to first. Like that, that's impacting. And yeah. yeah, like Shush said it great. It was exactly what I was going to say. It's like <laughs> the the instruments of the vessel to to build the relationships with the kids. And yeah. I, I think that's great. And I think we, we need more of it. To be honest, yeah. so yep. and right, it's not about like making people projects either. Like I was no. having a discussion with a friend the other day about this, about how it's not you're not trying to make people a project of like, oh, I'm I'm gonna try and get you saved because number one, we can't do any saving. That's yeah. all God. Yep. We're yeah. just here to like share the good news. Like that's our part, you know. Um, but it, it's just loving people, right? Which is yeah. totally what you do in Just Brass is just loving on people, you know. And from there, just being as Dan said, authentic relationships, just being yourself and creating 
uh, relationship and then taking the opportunities that God does provide yes. to share your faith, right? Like yep. you can't just sit back and do nothing. There's a there's a time and a place where God opens that door and goes, hey, here you go, share. share. Um, but yeah, it's, it's loving people. It's relationships. That's it's it. It's yep. great. That's it. Mm. And Kylie Collinson, um, you know, wife of David Collinson, um, so they were the officers at the time when Just Brass started at South Barwon. Um, they spoke last year at our conference, um, at the Just Brass conference, um, to this effect. And they said exactly what you just said, where they didn't set out to make people projects. We didn't think of, mm. think of them, that, them that way. It was, it was creating the relationship and the, and the safe space to be evangelists and be the mm. people that those people needed. Mm. Yeah. And it, it's such a good example of, like, just using what you know as well and, like, the skills yeah. that you have, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. I'm just thinking, like, if we've got someone listening who might not be an instrument person, right? They might might be a drama person. Like, you can use that skill to build relationships with people, and this is a great example of that. Um, and the focus is always on loving these people, and you can only love yeah. people if you're focused on God because... There are people that are hard to love, right? Um, <laughs> so you definitely need the Holy Spirit to help you in loving these people. And yeah, it's it's like putting your, it's like using your gifts, but still putting yourself to the side for the greater good of what this kingdom is. So no, I, I, I think that's great. And that's, that's something that we should be trying to push in all areas around the place. Yeah. So I think you guys do great work. I got a question for you, Brett. Go for it. What? Okay. Well, actually... <laughs> Do arts play a part in mission? And and, and what part does mm. creative arts play in mission in terms of like reaching out to the community, in terms of sharing the good news, mission, right? In the, in the biggest sense <sighs> of the word. Do the arts have a part to play? And if so, what's that part? Mm. Yeah, I remember reading a little article um, where someone asked this of maybe Sydney Cox or something like that. And um, the young uh, the young person says, um, you know, why would we let go of the uh, the best communication tool we have for the secular <laughs> world, right? Mm. When it comes to <laughs> arts, yeah. um, yep. and I and it it tur- it switched the light bulb on for me, you know. Um, so uh, yes, arts plays a, an incredible role. It is not the only thing that we use, of course, yes. yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um, how do I put this? You know, God is God. Our God is a creator God, right? Yeah. And He gave us music. You know, when when the angels are praising Him, they sing. You know, they play the trumpets. You know, why mm. wouldn't God want music and create and creativity and the creative arts to be um, something that we use uh, for mm. other people and for His glory? If He didn't, yeah. if He didn't give it to us, you know, um, I just think it, it's it's a no brainer for me. <laughs> to say yeah. that <laughs> the creative arts are something that we use in the wider mission field, um, also because that also because everybody has or can everybody can have access to music, everybody can mm. have as, access to drama, everyone can have access to art in yes. any form, yeah. you know, um, and it's and they're all tools that we can use to mm. to communicate mm. to to express and to to praise and to worship, you know, yeah. why, why would you say that anything is not like anything creative is not of God? You know, he, he gave yeah. it to us. Um, so us using it for his glory and for his purpose, the outpouring of that, 
is the is his love for us that we then give to other people. So it's yeah. it's a tool that we can use to connect, and that connection is real and build, and that's what we can build relationship on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's the intentionality, right? Yeah. Like it's actually like being intentional around using this as as something. Not making that the thing that we do, but using it to evolve yeah. others. Evolve others? That's probably the wrong word. <laughs> yeah. To branch out to others yeah. in the community, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's See, like it's, Yeah. Yeah. The way- it's the method. Yeah. Oh sorry, yes. yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a it's the method, not the message, yes. right? It's the vehicle we yes. take, but it's yeah. not the message we're giving. That's it. Yeah. And if your heart is in an attitude of worship, which is to bow down, like if you're constantly in that position of mm. um, everything I do is because I give it to God first and God gave mm. me this gift um, to give it to other people, you know, pe- uh, that's that's your why. That's who we yeah. are is yeah. we're servants yeah. of God. Right, yeah. we're children yeah. of God, created by Him to do good, good works, to do His works. Um, and if that's your, if that's your focus, everything you do is the outpouring of that. So, mm. so yeah, you whatever gifts you're given, you've got to use that for for others. Um, yeah, because you use it for God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and very think, well put. Yeah, definitely. The, actually, as you were you were speaking, the other thing I thought of. Um, was like Jesus used parables, right? Mm. They, yeah. He used stories. He used yeah. creativity to share his message with people who hadn't heard it yet, right? So if Jesus did it, it's good enough for me, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? And I love that Jesus, even after one, some of the parables to his disciples says, the understanding is given to you, you know, yeah. that, that he, yeah. and then he explains it to, to them. Um, and the benefit of having this, having scripture and having the Bible that we have now and having a personal relationship with Jesus is that he can actually explain everything. Like it's, it's not, yeah. um, it's not as big a mystery. Like some things are yeah. a mystery, like we'll never understand the scope mm. of who God is, but also you can know him better every day. I just think, yeah, yeah anyway, I'm, I love it. <laughs> the complexities of God, they're all great, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> And basically, Shush, what I picked up from what you were saying is we need to start a program called Just Parables, <laughs> where, we, where we go Done. into schools Done. and oh, get please. kids to Let's do, do some parables. <laughs> uh, no, thank you so much for your time, Britt. I think like, I think that was great, to be yeah. completely honest. I don't even think we need to expand anymore, because I think we'll start getting into even more complexities of God, and then we'll <laughs> go on some crazy tangent. And, that's a different podcast. I, I just that's a whole wanna, different podcast. Yeah, that's exactly right. But I just want to say, like, I just want to give you honour for what you mm. do. I, as I said, we work with you. We know you yes. pretty well now, even though we've only been in the same room once since we yeah. got these jobs. But um, your heart shows in yeah. what you do. Like, even just speaking to you now, like, you have joy about what you're speaking about and you're saying mm. that there are moments that you have where you're just like, I, I just need to keep doing this or I need to do this more. And so... I just want to honor you for that and being obedient yeah. and keeping God first and also just making that move. Like that's obedience yeah. to God. Like that's pretty hard. Like how old were you when you made that move? Sorry. I was 20. See, yeah. 20 year olds. I was 20 once and I was scared of everything. So <laughs> well done for making a move. Um, but you need to act on that. We've spoken about this so many times on the podcast. Yeah. Like God can give you a prompting, but you still need to act and you acted yeah. on that. So I just want to honor you for what you do. You, I think you're awesome. I think you're fun to be around too. I appreciate um, it. But, but thank you for being here. No, all yeah. honour to God. I'm, so. 
Yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at that. Look at that. I'm going to throw honor your way too, Brie. Um, because I think sometimes when you sit in roles like you do, like we do, I think um, as awful as it is, things can, can become projects, right? Yeah. Um, and, and programs can become projects. But in talking to you, apart from this and during this episode, these are not projects to you these are people yeah. who yep. and you love them even if you probably haven't even met half of them it's <laughs> in like the kids like you probably haven't met them all but like i can your love for them comes through and i just want to honor that that you it, it's like the way jesus sees people and and loves them i see that in you in the sense of these are not just numbers or like places or just bands or whatever these are people these are children of god who he loves and so you love and mm. that comes through really evident so i just want to honor that and honor that i can just say that i see jesus in you in so many ways but i wanted to highlight that one oh, mm. i appreciate it guys yeah oh <laughs> this is nice <laughs> and now a celebration story and we want to recognize and, and throw honor we want to share them on the podcast. Woo-hoo! If you have celebration stories, reach out to us. <laughs> we will honour it all. So we're back with some more celebration stories. If you're not caught up, uh, this is a segment where we just throw some honour, throw some encouragement at uh, people at a local level in the Salvos in Australia who are doing awesome things so dan who are we honoring and encouraging today oh we have a good one today shush yeah i was i was emailed by core officer chris clark at marion Corps in south australia very cool and he has written eli sudron operates our sound desk because our worship space is a multi-use space each week our sound equipment has to be set up and packed away He does all of this without complaining and ensures we have what we need to operate our two worship services and rehearsals. He is there early on Sunday to ensure everything operates smoothly. And guess what, Shush? What? All this at only age 17. What? And he has been doing it now for a number of years, which means he started like, what, 15, 14. So Eli Sudron from Marion Corps. Eli! You are an absolute legend. Yes. We want to honour you. We want to honour your heart and your commitment. Yeah. Thank you so much for being there early on Sundays and helping set up. Without you, Sundays do not run the way they do. So thank yeah. you so much for what you do. We honour you. Yeah. Um, and you, you're just a good guy. I've met you before. You're a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, know? Eli. Thanks for enabling the people of God to meet together and worship you, legend. All right. Well, welcome back. Part two, sure. Part, Part two. two. Welcome back, Seven Days listeners. Obviously, we just spoke to Brit, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm going to reintroduce myself. I am Dan. I'm still Shush. Yes. And today we have... Stewie Lease. Yay! Yay! So, Stewie, I'm going to call you, if that's okay, because you called yourself that, so I seek that as permission. Uh, can you tell us a bit about who you are, what you do with this with Just Brass, and I guess that will inform people why you're kind of here. So uh, go for it. 
Yeah, look, I've, I've, um, I left school at 16 and joined the military. Um, mm. I joined the Australian Army um, Band Corps um, yeah. as a musician, and I've been a professional musician since I was 16. Um, mm. I've had a charmed career um, going through teaching, touring um, as a rock and roll drummer, um, um, great teachers, um, great experiences. Um, I ended up playing with with people and and in situations that I really shouldn't have. Mm. Um, um, it just seems that, that God placed me right along. Um, even to the point of taking me out of the army for a little while to mm. learn my trade, yeah, right. um, and then plonk me straight back in, you know, mm. where he knew um, that I could be of most value to to the kingdom. I guess mm-hmm. um, I, I feel very close to God all the time, especially through music, mm. um, and it is um, part of that um, God thing, if you like, um, and being placed by Him. Um, that I've had those experiences and those teachers, mm. and um, and so it's a, it's a give back thing for me, a, a, like a pay it forward stuff, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that at the minute I'm the bandmaster at Preston Core. Yeah. Um, we have a band of nearly thirty strong in this day and age. Is very uh, yeah. Now not the norm for, for yeah. Um, and they're a very good standard band, and I love the guys, and I love standing in front of them, um, and I miss it greatly. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. not just the music, but but their uh, their comradeship too. And when I say guys, I mean girls as well. So yes, yeah. Um, you know, I call everybody guys when they're in a group. Um, and you know, part of that. Um, giving back when when the army and and john dave collinson came up with a just brass idea um i was sort of right on board with it um mm. and it took me a while to uh to organize things where i could free myself up to do um yeah. some teaching but yeah. when i did um it, it was great and and look it hasn't been easy yeah um um but um if i can be the positive male influence in some kid's life mm-hmm. for even an hour a week, then it's worthwhile. Mm. So yeah. that, that I guess that's the the long and the short answer. Um, you know, it, it's it's good experiences, um, being the right place, at the right time, through mm. God's placement, mm. um, and and wanting to give that back. Mm. Yeah, that's. I love that. I love hearing. I love hearing people's stories generally. Yes. Whenever anyone shares, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But it's awesome to hear how God has placed you at just the right time, right in the right place at the right time, and you've been able to use your gifts for His kingdom is always such a beautiful thing. It's, yeah, and it's, it's it's not always a positive thing. You know, I've gone through a marriage breakdown and 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 uh, trying to reconnect with my kids and all that sort of stuff. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not as you know when 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 you become saved, um, God promises you life abundant, mm. um, and life abundant means lows and highs. Yeah. And and you've just got to stay faithful through mm. it all. Yeah. And and praise God, I've been able to. Yeah, that's it's quite inspirational, really. Like yeah. like because I guess 
we've already spoken to Brit about this overarching theme of what Just Brass is, right? And it's kind of easy to look at these things as like a program or like like a business venture of some sort, right? You, you can easily yeah. frame it into that. But then that's why we want to chat to you because it's given us this local perspective and a human perspective of what Just Brass is. And this is like... Like, I think everyone does have a story. Shush just mentioned. We love hearing people's story. And to know how God has put these building blocks in order for such a long time before Just Brass even existed, mm-hmm. um, it's it's actually quite inspirational and pretty pretty crazy to think that, you know, he's 400 steps ahead of us, right? And and just hearing your story as, as slight, as, as short as that was, like, I can already gather, like, that you're going to be impactful in your job because of the experiences you've had. Um, like I know you touched on all of the the teaching that you had, the teachers that um, helped you along the way. And now to actually be able to impart that into the youth today. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. So yeah, it is. It's really inspiring to hear that from that local context. Yeah. And, and I think if I'd have come into this earlier, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yep. You know, one of, one of them, I, I've got three schools that I facilitate um, mm-hmm. and they're very low socioeconomic schools, mm-hmm. um, very, very poor. Um, one school that I teach on behalf of a Sunshine Corps um, is St Ormond's Primary School. There's mm-hmm. 53 languages spoken in that school. Wow. wow. Um, in, English isn't necessarily one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, most of the... Um, interaction between me and parents is via the kids translating yeah um, mm. so stuff gets lost yeah you know um through this covid time we spent a lot of time doing some remote teaching mm-hmm. um remote teaching of brass instruments doesn't work i'm sorry <laughs> i will disagree with everybody who says it does it doesn't work <laughs> but that weekly contact with the kid with the child yeah. The student, whatever you want to call them, is invaluable. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, just being able to see them and say, hey, mate, you okay? Yeah. You know, yeah. can, can we help you with anything? Can we get anything to you? Um, and then, you know, what are you doing? What are you playing? Can you play me something? Yeah, it's it's um, going into into a school and just being a positive for these yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, and, and in all three schools, um that I that I teach at one's a country school, but doesn't differ a lot from from the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same. The kids just need that constant. In some cases, I'm the only male um, mm-hmm. that these kids have contact with during the week. Yeah, I've got a question for you, um, and you've you've touched on it a little bit, but I guess I'm going to ask it more directly. But in the sense of why are you involved in Just Brass? Why do you do what you do with Just Brass? What is the motivator behind turning up every week in COVID, jumping on those Zoom lessons when it's really hard? Uh, what is motivating you? Why do you do what you do? Going into and, and talking to even just a, a, a couple of kids in a classroom, um, you can see over a number of weeks that their mood changes. Yeah. And it lightens and it lifts. Um, you know, one of my, um, at the school I was talking about, um, I had um, a little Indian girl and a Pakistani girl. 
And every time they came in, they tell me, because they knew you know, I like to cook, they give me a recipe. Oh, cool. And so right. so when we had the downtime, we, we'd put the instruments down while they had a rest and we'd talk food. Yeah. Their, their cuisine, you know, Indian or Pakistani food. And it was great. And at this school, the, the mums get together and have, um, like, a, or they used to before COVID, um, had this um, community lunch where they cook all their cuisines from, mm. from different parts of the world. It's fantastic. Really, yeah. It's all about community. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, absolutely. And the just brass, just brass going into these schools is, is adding another aspect to that community. Uh, so, just as an overview, you're in three schools and you take the program into those three schools yourself. You're running the program yourself. Um, I, I run on behalf of three corps. So, okay. um, Sunshine, mm-hmm. Preston, mm-hmm. and Castle, Maine. Oh, cool. And yep. the way it works is there are a number of um, volunteers from each of the corps. Um, yeah. And so, um, because the way that, that Just Brass was set up um, was that we bus the kids into the local core mm-hmm. um, for a band rehearsal. In these three schools, that doesn't work. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, because parents don't drive or they're working and they can't pick the kids up at the end of the day and it's just, um, you know, too hard for us to get them back to, and get them home and stuff. So it doesn't work. So what happens is that um, the volunteer from the core that I'm working for um, or the volunteers bring in afternoon tea. Oh, cool. So, okay. Yeah. Um, at the end of the school day, the kids will come back to the room that we rehearse in and are met by um, a couple of the volunteers that they get to know as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very, um, very friendly and sociable. And, um, and then we give them afternoon tea. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to be healthy, um, you know, fruit and. <laughs> water and stuff like that but they do yeah. love curried egg sandwiches and stuff like that so yeah. um you know stuff that i guess they don't get at home yeah you know, cabana and all that sort of stuff cheese and um so that's the social side of it and yeah. then we try to then we try to settle them down to have um you know 40 minutes of, of good band rehearsal mm-hmm. um and it's really just teaching the basics of uh, of good rehearsal technique um, getting them to breathe together, to produce the first note together, cut mm-hmm. off together, um, you know, and they and they we play some games, some time games, and and uh, and things like that. Um, so it's all all a bit of um, fun, um, and out of the ordinary from their normal day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right? So it's something just a little bit, bit out of the ordinary. So. So out of that then, like you've obviously, you've been doing it a little while now. Do you have any kind of examples or stories that you've seen of like some, some big kingdom kind of wins um, in the, the, the relationships that you've had or in just any of these schools or any stories that come to mind that um, I guess we can share with, with our listeners? Yeah, ways God has moved. Yeah, ways God's moved through it. I don't, I don't know. Um, if it's a kingdom win. Um, but I think two years ago, we actually got one of the, the groups into the carol service at, at one of the core. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole front row um, 
were in headdress. Mm. So, um, obviously Muslim, um, mm. and we were very careful, very respectful. Um, we put the kids on first, um, or as close up to the start as we could, and um, then they left. All right, but they were there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen that anywhere else. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even even with the other program that I I run, um, our Muslim friends are very. Um, I don't know what, whether it's a concern or or what about coming into a church. Um, it has happened, but very, very rarely. Um, and this day we had literally the whole front hmm. row of, uh, of of Muslim women, um, yeah. you know, and it was um, it was it was really beautiful. And um, we were able to, um, although they they left, but we were able to. They sort of stayed around the outside, and we were able to. Uh, have uh, refreshments afterwards and chat and stuff like that. It mm. was um, it was really good. Yeah, well, it's making connections that are either hard to make or wouldn't be made before, right? So, yeah, yeah, I can understand the power of that. Awesome. Well, Dan, do you have any more questions for Sue uh, about? No, I think that's pretty good. To be honest, yeah. do you have anything, Shush? No, I just, I guess. No, <laughs> we we like to end our time uh, by honouring the people. And I, yeah. I really want to honour you yeah. for all the work you've put in. You know, I my mum's a music teacher. My brother's a music teacher. Like, I, I know how much work teachers put in. They put in a lot of work for, you know, it's not just the lesson. There's, like, the before and the after. And there's, like, there's a lot of work. So I just want to say thank you mm. for all the work. And, and thank you for agreeing to come on this podcast and share. And share so honestly yeah. with us, sharing yep. the good things and the hard things. I really appreciate that kind of grounding to it. Mm. Um, so thank you for that. And... I just want to bless you and bless your ministry. I pray that God would continue to work in your life, continue to bless you and, and, and do amazing things in your life personally, but also through you and through your ministry. I, I pray that you would continue to be that shining light in these communities. You would be that positive male influence in these um, children and, and parents' life. And they would notice something different in you uh, and they would see Jesus in you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to honor you for your devotion as well. Mm. Like, like a, a big journey, like you were saying at the start. And even your, your devotion through, I you talked about touring and being a part of like, like rock music and, and, and being subject to an environment that's probably not the healthiest for like a Christian person, but still keeping God at the center and still mm. staying in touch with that, I think is really good and speaks into why you're doing what you're doing now. So I want to, I want to thank you and honor you for your devotion. I want to thank you for your patience and for your time. I mean, you're going to three different places. I know there's car travel in there. I, I thank you for those little trips that are annoying when the traffic's a bit busy. And like, I thank you for that devotion to the kids and wanting to see uh, kids transformed and like a rela- form a relationship with these children. So yeah. um, thank you so much for what you do, even at a core level too you're the band master you're devoting all this time in there so thank you for what you do there too i just want to honor you in that as well thank you our best for the highest yeah 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 absolutely wow just for us 
just brass. We've learned everything. Over. We've learned it all. How I, that was actually I thought that was really good, Shush. Yeah. It was good to be able to hear the perspective of kind of the organizational perspective yeah. and kind of the head honcho of Brit yeah. sitting in there <laughs> and giving us kind of what the vision is of this thing and then uh-huh. actually being able to talk to Stewie that's on the ground actively yeah. pushing this thing and yeah. actively involved in these relationships. Not that Brit's not, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I yeah. think it's good. It gives us a good perspective of something that even though it's a part of our team, I didn't know heaps and heaps about. So yeah. it's good to good to kind of sum that up. Yeah, exactly. I really appreciated the various stories, the various perspectives and the honesty they brought, right? Like yeah. to hear about a program, I guess not just in theory, but I guess the kind of standard like, hey, this is what it is, this is how it works, you know, just the kind of, yeah, stock standard about what you would like read on a website, but then also to hear it in practice and like, well, this is how it works and this is what's hard and this is what, you know, the good and the bad and the ugly and everything in between was really nice to hear all that put together in one episode, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed chatting to Brit and Stewie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, seeing as though this is the outro, Shush, yes. <laughs> if if you liked what you heard yeah. or you think that some you know someone who needs to hear this or maybe you have your local core, you're like, let's get on in on this Just Brass thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what can people do yep. to interact with us and make sure they don't miss other episodes uh-huh, and share, uh-huh. you know, all the above? I got you. I got you. So if you're interested in Just Brass specifically, you can go to their website, which we'll put in the description in the show notes. Um, And you can get in contact with them there if you want to learn more about the program or potentially interested in starting it or whatever. You can check them out on their website or on their Facebook as well. Uh, But... Not but Also, if you liked this episode and you want to listen more, if this is your first time, first of all, welcome, which is a weird thing to say at the end of the episode. But um, we would love to have you each week or each fortnight where we chat to creative people about, you know, how their craft is impacting the kingdom. So if you want to listen to that each fortnight, you just need to subscribe um, on whatever platform you're using. And by clicking the subscribe button, you'll get notified of when each uh, episode comes out but also check us out on facebook and instagram on worshiphearts.salvosau and if you have a fast five question to contribute if you have a celebration story email us message us if you just want some encouragement message us if you just want to chat Message us. us. <laughs> if you're in lockdown and you're bored, message us. Message Whatever us. it is, we, we want to hang out, right? And yeah. so get in contact. Uh, but, yeah, or share the podcast is the other thing. I probably should have added that in earlier. If you like it and you think it's worth lis- listening to, share it around. Share it.